When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dealer Nation, we are back with another great episode. Someone who is killing it in the Pittsburgh sports scene. She's all over the place. We're going to get to it, talk some Steeler football, Kenny Pickett, hey, maybe even some Pittsburgh Pirates. What do you say, Sammy? Send it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy. Harris Smith shields. Flacco Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Yeah, before we bring her in, I want to mention to everybody that we are brought to you by ShopYins.com. That's two Zs right there, Y-I-N-Z-Z. So you can have a friend, a Yins and another Z on top of that. Of course, we're the Sick Podcast. This is the sickest gear in all of Pittsburgh. Make sure you use our promo code SICK15 to get 15% off your entire purchase at ShopYins.com. No minimum on that. That's absolutely huge. Listen, man, we were just talking about it. Every time we're traveling, everybody's got their Yinzer gear on. You got Pirates baseball and full tilt. You got the Steelers season coming up. Uh, What better time to get some more Pittsburgh gear? All right, let me get out my uh, CBS receipt right now to tell you about our next guest. She's a reporter for the Big Ten Network. She's been a producer for KDKA, working with the Pirates, the Steelers. She even has her own podcast and likes to delve into betting as well on the side. She's none other than Hannah Mears. Hannah. Hello, everybody. Wow, that was a great intro. Thank you. I know it's a lot. And most days, honestly, it feels like a lot. So I appreciate you guys for having me on. You caught me at a good time. You know, no pirates today, nothing. Get to enjoy your company. Do you ever sleep? (laughs) Yeah, occasionally. It's a lot of time management. (laughs) (laughs) Well, definitely all good things. It's awesome to see uh, what you're doing in the Barry Lake, Jordan said. And we're really happy to have you on to talk some Pittsburgh sports. All right, we are a Steelers podcast. You're aware of that. We're called the Stick, Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. However, we have a lot of crossover viewership, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Let's talk some Buckos to start this off. Why not, Jordan? I, I don't mind switching it up a little Paul's, bit. Hey, we're ramping Paul up Skeens. the second half of the season. Yeah. We're all excited about Paul Skeens over here. Of course, the Pirates had the first pick, took the LSU pitcher. How excited are you about this? I'm thrilled about Paul Skeens. I was on the nightly sports call a couple days before the draft and we had been talking so much about what are the pirates going to do? And that's what everyone does. It's complete speculation. And I don't think anyone would have been disappointed if it was either Cruz or Skeens. Um, Everybody loves a good, a good guy at the plate, right? You love to see somebody crush a bunch of balls, but long-term having a good pitcher And having someone like Paul Skeens, who also is willing to hit, will be extremely exciting for the Pirates. Shohei Otani, that Shohei Otani effect has come into place with that. Um, Not saying that he's the next Shohei Otani, but in in terms of what he's willing to do for a team and wants to do, 
there's hope in the air. Um, but also, I think good pitching outlasts good hitting when it really comes down to it. You see hitters in the MLB have cold streaks. Rarely do you see good pitchers really have that many off games. So I think this is exactly what Pittsburgh needs. And it's so fun to have a guy that we could potentially see before this season ends. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. I mean, it's not frequently you get to see a guy drafted and then play on that major league team in the same season. But you talk about bringing some more excitement uh, to PNC Park, of course, following this young, exciting team that's already hopefully ready to to break through at some point here. All right, let's stay on the draft topic, but we'll switch over uh, to the other side of Federal Street, if you will. Talk some Pittsburgh Steelers. You got to cover the draft a little bit for them as well. Certainly one of the most talked about and anticipated Steelers drafts in a long time. What stood out to you, Hannah? What stood out to me is that they were really feisty in this draft and not willing to budge on what they wanted. And I think that's something we haven't seen as much in the past. And Omar Khan really made a stamp with that and made his name. For a long time, you know, we saw Kevin Colbert. Even last year, we still had that Kevin Colbert effect. And I think he was putting himself out there to draft Kenny Pickett in case things did go wrong. He was willing to take the fall for that. That's just sort of a theory of mine. But Omar Khan really stepped in and said, you know, this is the next era of Steelers football and we're ready to win now. But even less than just the draft, if you saw what they did in the draft, but then also in free agency, it almost seems as though they've picked a young guy like Broadbones and then paired him with somebody either through free agency or that they maybe have there now as a veteran to really help them out. Because you know these young guys are going to have an impact right away. And you also saw that with Joey Porter Jr. and then bringing in Patrick Peterson, somebody that he can lean on and ask a lot too. So it seems like the Steelers, what they're doing is they're finding their young guys that they're going to have be the future of this franchise, but complemented them very well with the veterans so that maybe if – they're not ready yet or that they're out there and they're making little mistakes. They have somebody that they can lean on. And I think that's a really cool thing happening behind the scenes. That's maybe not being headlined a lot, but that I think is going to help this Steelers team progress at a quicker pace with young guys this season. We're hanging out with Hannah Mears on the sick podcast. Steelers crazy. Make sure you follow her on Twitter at Mears, Hannah underscore. All right. You're a, you're a Nittany lion. I think hey. obviously you, we're allowed to be biased here on the sick podcast. Steelers crazy. You got to be sitting there on draft day, like Joey Porter, Jr. Joey, come on, Joey Porter, Jr. And for that to come to fruition, it's got to be pretty darn cool. It was really cool. Um, JPJ was definitely somebody that I got to cover last year, a part of the big 10 network. I covered a lot of yeah. Penn state football and he was somebody that was just super consistent, but more than anything, Um, People really commended the way that he was able to shift from the season before and make leaps and bounds and take direction and and coaching well. Um, But I think what was really cool about that pick is maybe having him not your first round pick takes a little bit of that pressure off, not having him as the number one guy and, and, and putting all of that hype on him. That's a lot. Already having your dad be as successful as he was as a Steeler Being from the city, you know, that can be more than what I think a lot of these young guys expect it to be. Um, But I think finally having it pan out for him where it fell right into place. He came in at the perfect time. It was so fun to get to see that come to fruition. It's an awesome story, right? And it just follows the Steelers through this family aura that they're trying to um, project out there. But 
I think it benefited the Steelers more getting their big offensive tackle first in Broderick Jones. So I think as a Steelers fan and knowing what we need to protect Kenny Pickett, uh, the future of our franchise, I was happy to see Broderick, but it did, you know, kind of complete everything getting to see JPJ come home. I think it completed every every Steeler fan's dream. I, I me and Mike, we were doing a, a wait. A you're live a Pitt Panthers guy. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> I said, look, once they go to black and gold, half of our friends went to Penn State Pitt. At the end of the day, yes, I I am held a Pitt, but once it once they become a Steeler, it doesn't matter. So absolutely. <laughs> what would you say is the biggest storyline heading into you know this season? I think it's interesting um, because there is a lot happening. I would say people want to say maybe it's JPJ, but I disagree. I think he just needs to have a not mess up kind of season for him to fit in well. I think that defense is already kind of established in who they are as long as Highsmith or as long as Highsmith Watt and Hayward can all stay healthy. I think we know who that defense is. I honestly think even though we don't have a quarterback battle, the biggest thing is going to be is Kenny Pickett truly the face of this franchise? And can he lead them to a Super Bowl? Is this a Super Bowl team with him behind well, it? And that that, that has was my to, next question. So go ahead. That, that, that has to be it, right? Because everyone's looking at Kenny Pickett. No longer is the question, should he be the starter? It's, is he a top five guy? Is he a top 10, top five guy? And I think we're going to get our answer this year. I also think, is Najee Harris the future as well in the run game? Because... We saw a lot last year of him trying to do a lot but I and, and getting little from it, but a lot of that came from the offensive line. A lot of that came from him not just putting his head down and going north and south. We saw that maybe after the bye week it was more effective. Um, but maybe a lot of that's tying into is Matt Canada the guy to call the plays. So maybe that's the bigger headline behind all of this as I'm talking a lot of offense and thinking in my head, hmm, what did we all talk so much about last yeah. year? is if the Steelers can put 20 plus points a game on the board. So maybe that all comes to full circle of, is this Steelers offense enough to be a Super Bowl contending team again? Yeah. It's funny. You said that. Cause we had, I forget who we had on uh, a guest before, and they were talking about, you know, if Matt, Matt Canada is solely relying on Kenny Pickett. So mm -hmm. that's, that's, if he's successful, then every no one's talking about Matt Canada's playbook. If the Steelers are winning and Kenny Pickett's a top five, ten quarterback, so it's yeah, just... definitely. And I think they have so much of the talent to do it right. You see what you have in George Pickens and how you can utilize him. Deontay Johnson getting him more involved this year would be nice. Having the threat of Najee Harris could help that receiver situation. But then don't forget about that addition of Darnell Washington, who is yeah. a beast and such a guy who can help out not only on that blocking side of things, but it's going to give Pat Fryermuth a run from his money on the stat boards as well. If I had anything to say about that, he's a, he's a great addition to this team that I cannot believe they got him so late in the draft. Yeah. It, it's crazy to think about. It's like, I know, you know, it's not college football, but it's like Steelers, mm -hmm. like tight end you over here, you know, they re-signed Zach Gentry, but I like, I love it. I mean, I think, you know, like you said, I think Pat Fryermuth, I, I think that it's going to take targets away from him. But at the end of the day, when you're in the red zone and you have those two threats, it's, it's a win-win. Absolutely. Uh, you, what's your thoughts on Mike Tomlin? I think it's really hard to have a negative opinion about a guy who, other players from other teams, other media members who have played for other teams at one point in their career 
all speak very highly of him and say the same thing about him and that his leadership is absolutely unmatched and that sometimes the potential of what his leadership, the effect it can have on people is being wasted as an NFL coach. Um, that's that's pretty eye-opening to somebody who that's your head coach of the team that you know and love. And on top of that, love him or hate him with the decisions that he makes. He's never had a losing season, and there's a reason for that. And I trust completely that if there are issues ever happening, that Mike Tomlin is someone stepping up behind the scenes, calling the shots when needed. And because he's never had a losing season, I have to trust that he does that. And I think that did happen at one point last year that maybe we're not all seeing as much because nobody's going to ever come out and say that. But I do think at a point when the offense was struggling and after the bye week, I think there was a point Mike Tomlin probably did step in and say, listen, I need to make some decisions here that I probably would have been trusted in you, Matt Canada, at some point, but I think I need to step up and and make some of these calls. So I think the world of Mike Tomlin, I think the way players receive him, the way that his impact is felt when the tough gets going, um, I can't say a bad word about the guy. Yeah, Everyone. well put, for Everyone's sure. We're hanging out. Thing. We're hanging out here with Hannah Mears. You're watching the Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy brought to you, of course, by shopyins.com. Big and bold for the black and gold, all kind of great stuff over there. Make sure you check them out. Use our discount code as well to get 15% off. Yeah, all right, I think Hannah funny. can maybe get people some some 15% off or some money. I know that you're in the betting game a little bit there. I'll, I'll start with this one. I'll, I'll throw this one at you because it's relevant in terms of Mike Tomlin never having a losing season. The Steelers over under win total in Vegas right now, I think is nine-ish. It might be eight and a half. Eight and a half, wow. right? There's yes. no way you're going to say under. I, do I even have to ask? <laughs> no, I uh, I work for Picks and Parlays, so follow them if you want any betting expert uh, expertise throughout the football season. Andrew Filipponi and I even, I was on his Fandle show a few times last year, and I had a better percentage betting than he did in the NFL season last year. So I'm gonna- Not surprising. <laughs> no, he's awesome. I love Pony. He was so great. All due respect of- to Pony. <laughs> um, I love him so much, but... I had the Steelers over eight and a half wins. And I talked about this actually the other night as well, KDK's um, sports call, for a lot of reasons. The Steelers are going to have four primetime home games, for one. They're going to face at possible young quarterbacks, if not a rookie quarterback matchup, in C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Jordan Love, Trey Lance, or Brock Purdy, whoever that might be. And then you have Jimmy Garoppolo and the Raiders. And a lot of these games are happening before the bye week in week six, that first slate of games, the Steelers quite literally, if you look at it, could go nine and zero to start the season. Um, wow! Yeah, that was that's, my bold. That was my bold. That's the title of this show, right? That's the quickest over win in Vegas of all time. Yeah, that I I quite literally um, do think that when you look at the schedule that they have and starting out, one of their biggest challenges could be um, not knowing what. The Texans could bring that could be a question mark, right? Uh, maybe the Jaguars, but at least that game's at home. And then you look at every other team within that first five weeks, and they've got young quarterbacks or rookies, or the Steelers pull those games right away at home. I have a really good, uh, a really good statement from this with everything on the nightly sports call. I'll have to post and share it with you guys. But yeah, that was my that was my big bold prediction for this year that I'll stick by and say that Steelers will start the season nine and zero. I love it. Uh, yeah, why the heck not? You know, we'll we'll hold you to it over here. I love here. the optimism. I'm, I'm I like to think I'm optimistic. So let, let's let's roll with it. Yeah, hey, I'll go. I'll go seventeen and zero. 
cool. There you go. It's not even like optimism so much it is as it is there is actually sure. factual proof. I want you guys to yeah. look at the schedule after this and then give your predictions. But it really, besides going really undefeated in the NFL, is very hard to do. Yeah. If you look at these game by game, it makes a lot of sense that they're all winnable games for the Steelers. They're going to be favored in a lot of them. Uh, mm-hmm. you got Mac Jones coming to town and the New England pa- Patriots mm-hmm. who are trending downwards. The Arizona Cardinals might be the worst team in football. So I totally agree with you. A lot of very winnable games that they will be favored in. So we'll be watching out for that 9-0 for sure. All right, I want to talk a little bit about some of your other endeavors here. I think Jordan and I have talked about it a few times. I just got back. We just got back from my bachelor party. So I won't be engaging in many beers uh, moving <laughs> forward. However, I did hear about this podcast, Beers with Mirrors, correct? you got to tell us a little bit about this. Yeah, Beers with Mirrors was a really fun podcast that I started this year under Picks and Parlays. And during COVID, I started a podcast called Hear Them Out with Hannah Mears. And I had a lot of wrestlers on and things like that. It was really fun. That's a passion of mine is supporting the sport of wrestling. And so Beers with Mirrors was a way for me to shift out of the girl from Penn State who was a face of Penn State athletics at one point, but was really young, still in college, and sort of transitioned into the fact that I am 26 years old now. I do like to have a beer occasionally and have more of this laid back personality and conversation. And so that's sort of where I wanted to take that was sort of starting to establish myself as I'm not this little girl anymore. Um, I'm somebody who's young, but I'm also somebody who likes to chill, relax and enjoy a beer with somebody. And that was a super fun season one of Beers with Mirrors. I actually just wrapped up um, season one with Abby Chin, a sideline reporter for the Boston Celtics. We talked a lot about the NBA, um, the Celtics, and how they could look this year. So check that out. Um, But we had a lot of really cool guests on, so it was really fun. I'm hoping to change a few things and have a little bit more sports-related content being the focus um, based off of relevancy come season two. So look for those changes. But if anyone wants to check out those episodes, they are up now. Did you get into any Patriots versus Steelers battles with her? Uh, I did not. We stuck mostly to basketball in that one, which was good. And I don't even know if that's where her, like, heart lies. She's not exactly from New England, but she's definitely all Celtics, all NBA and phenomenal um, sports female personality in the Boston area. So it was really cool to talk with her about that. But I talked a lot. If anyone's interested in the betting totals and the biggest headlines of the season with Trevor Sykema of Pro Football Focus, his episode was really intriguing for anybody who follows the NFL. I've got to ask, favorite beer? Give us, give us a favorite beer. So in college, I literally think everyone on campus that went out with me knew that I was going to be drinking a Corona Light and Lime. I don't know what it was, but that was just like eventually picked a beer and just stuck with it. And I think it's because I could drink a lot of them, it felt like, because they were light. Uh, I do prefer a light beer a lot of the time right now in the summer. I would say some of my favorites are a Porch Rocker, Summer Shandy, those types of things. Um, I love a good light beer with a little bit of flavor, so... I would definitely say somewhere along there. I did have, if we're sticking in the Pittsburgh realm, summer beer and icy light mango. Those were actually pretty good. Love those. That's like my favorite, icy light mango. Yeah. There's nothing like a cold Corona light on the beaches in the beaches of Happy Valley. Am I right? Uh, right. With the <laughs> lime over there. Really no, like that... the snow if we're talking about a beach, right? But that's fine. Corona light tastes good at any time. Oh, absolutely love it. You saw the icy light sign fell down, I'm sure, at this point. 
Did you see that on Mount Washington? The yeah. big uh, yeah. uh, Iron City beer, the yeah. red and white sign fell down. And they I'm actually just replaced the helicopter fixing that yet. Why isn't that fixed yet? It's fixed. Jump on, jump on the old tweet, and uh, they put out a new one in black and gold, and they put they okay. changed it to icy light from Iron City, wow. which oh, wow. is yeah, it's see, it's. I kept seeing the tweets that it fell over. I didn't even realize that it was fixed, but I do see that new icy light sign as of like a couple of hours ago. It's all being right. posted out there. Breaking yeah. news. Steelers crazy big plaza. You never know. Pittsburgh won't fix their roads for like six years, but one beer sign falls down, and like within seven minutes, they're like sending a, the cavalry to fix that up. <laughs> what is the take? What's the take from right here? Pittsburgh won't fix their, <laughs> fix their beer signs. You better believe it. Your takes were phenomenal. We're absolutely thrilled to have you on. Where can people find you once more? Give us a list. Yeah, you can follow me on all my social medias at Hanna. That's on Twitter and Instagram. Um, you can find me on Picks and Parlays. Their YouTube page has a lot of my shorts. I post a daily Mearsy Minute giving my best bet of the day. So look for all of that. I would say those are probably the three places that you could find me the most. Uh, if you don't see me on pirate social media, um, giving giving all things pirates or over on the nightly sports call now as well on weekends on the CW on KDK. Hannah, thank oh, you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thank Best you guys so much. It was awesome to meet you. You too. Take care. We'll definitely have you on soon during the season as well. Awesome. I'd love to be back. Thanks again. All right, JY. Good time, of course. Listen, I love when we can mix in some buckos. Come on, man. We always yeah. stay pretty, pretty much in our lane. I mean, we it's the, the off season. You know, we're going to, well, if the Bucks make a playoff run, we're here for it. You know, we have viewers in like Germany or wherever, you know, Idaho, who are going to be like, yeah. We don't care about the pirates. We just want to talk Steelers left and right. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta stick with gotta us, man. Up, you gotta man. be, you know, hey, Pittsburgh. Hey, we'll, we'll end it on this. Flexible. No matter nineteen seventy nine, all the Super Bowls we seen, Stanley Cups, City of Champions. Thank you guys. TJ Watt, JJ Watt on a Wheaties box. There you have it. Anything's Brothers possible. On a Wheaties box. Remember? Well, I guess I won't end. But do you remember, like, when you used to read the back? of like the cereal box like before there was like you know we, we had cell phones like that was like my morning like reading like a just you know hold on but, one second stay there hold on <clears throat> wow that is john elway that's, uh, that's i've Wheaties never box. seen a, a, a wheaties box that small I know. I I don't know. I wonder if there's cereal in it still. Well, I guess like, next time we I, hang out, I got we gotta open it up. If I get hungry, man, or if there's like an apocalypse no. or God forbid a weather situation like they have up there in Canada right now, I'll have some food, at least in my in my man there cave. You go. Here, here, wait, and then we'll end on this. I got something oh, even no. better. It's one of the first shows we've ever brought up props, man. This is uh it's a it's a big show. It's like whose line is it anyway over here? Oh, good night. Where did just we'll end the episode on that? Until next time, it's been another great show. Steelers crazy. Thank you, Hannah Mears. And here we go, Steelers. Go Pirates. Go Penguins. Pittsburgh proud. Sammy, hit it. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.